Hello everyone and welcome to Conversation of Change, the podcast that features social entrepreneurs that create inspiring and positively impactful work. My name is Gladys and I am a change maker with Make the Change, a social enterprise in Singapore offering learning programs to tertiary students and persons with disabilities, offering creative services to businesses as well as educating corporates about creating lasting impacts and attaining their targeted CSR goals. Today, we will be speaking to John Cronin and his dad, Mark Cronin, the two co-founders of John's Crazy Socks. John's Crazy Socks is a social enterprise with a mission to spread happiness. They are an online sock store that donates a percentage of its sales to charities that help others with disabilities. In three years, they bootstrapped their startup into a multi-million dollar company with sales in over 80 nations. So hello, John and Mark. Thanks for joining us today. So I've just done a really quick intro about your company, but today our main focus will be getting to know more about your business and how it has helped people with differing abilities. But before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit more about how this idea came about? Well, how are you, Gladys? Glad to be here, right? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm so glad. Right? <laughs> so how did we get started and why? Um, you go back to the fall of 2016, and where were you, buddy? I, I'm in Fujian. I went to Huntington Hospital. So we live in uh, New York, a little bit outside New York City in the United States. And uh, John was in the public high school system, and he was about to turn 21. So in the United States, you can stay in the public school system until you turn 21 if you have a disability. So that was going to be your last year of school, right? Yes. And like everybody else, he was trying to figure out, what am I going to do when I leave school? And what were you looking at? I look at job program and school. I don't like uh, jobs that I don't like. He didn't see anything he liked. And that's an unfortunate reality. There are not always good opportunities for people with a differing ability. But John here, he's a natural entrepreneur. So instead of seeing that as a problem, you saw it as an opportunity, right? I did. So we said, if, if I don't find a job I want, I'll make one. And what did you tell me? I said, I want to go, I want to go into a business with my dad, a nice father and son business together. Which is pretty cool, because, well, Gladys, I I have three sons. John's the youngest of the three, and this is one I can work with. So so we were excited, went through a couple different ideas, and right before Thanksgiving here in the U.S. in November, you had your your Eureka moment, right? I did. I want to start creating socks. My socks is fun. It's colorful. It's creative. I'll always let be be me. You be you, huh? So we figured if John loved these socks as much, surely other people would too, and we could connect with our tribe. So it was John's idea, and we we opened in December of 2016, first to test the idea, um, but it tested well, right? We did. So that's how we got started. 
That's really great. And I'm certainly very, very impressed by how much your company has grown over the years. But I'm even more impressed that more than half of your company's workforce has a differing ability. So can you share more about your company's culture and please do share about how they're doing such an awesome job because I think people need to know that. Okay, well, you have to start with your mission. And what's our mission, pal? Spreading happiness. We're all about spreading happiness. Mm -hmm. and, and we have four core pillars. Inspiration and hope. Give it back. Find products you, you can love, make it personal. Right? But of those, the most important is inspiration and hope. We want to show the world what people with differing abilities can do. So we start with John here, right? You have Down syndrome? I do. What do you say? I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome. Never hold me back. And then we want to show what people with different abilities can do. So we hire people with different abilities. And the way we do that is we focus on what people can do, not what they can't do. And this is good business. It's not altruism. It's good business. So when we're recruiting people, we want to see what their strengths are. We provide training and support, um, but it's all part of our business where everybody is accepted. We have a unified workplace where people with differing abilities work side by side neurotypicals. And the end result, Gladys, better morale, better productivity, retention is through the roof, and it helps us recruit people. Yeah, I can definitely see how that works. And I think it's really great that it's doing so well for your company. So even for us, our company currently has something in the pipeline where we're aiming to create an online portal for people to hire persons with disabilities to do integrated marketing and creative services. So with your experience, can you suggest how we may encourage companies to give these persons with disabilities a chance? Well, like I say, it's good business, and we, we show yeah. examples. So, so here's some examples. Uh, much of what we do is run a pick-and-pack warehouse, right? We're doing our yeah. own fulfillment. Well, that's a booming industry here in the United States and in much of the world. And I hear from employers all the time saying, I can't find enough good workers. Well, we have plenty of great workers. <laughs> and if they were to open their eyes, and again, focus on what people can do, they would find, oh, here's this great pool of untapped, untapped pool of labor. And so we, what we share with people is that gives us a competitive advantage in the marketplace. But I'll give you another example. You may have heard of this small software company called Microsoft. Mm -hmm, so <laughs> their CEO, Satya Nadella, who has a child who has a disability, picks his head up and says, you know, many people with autism are great technicians and programmers. Why aren't we hiring more people with autism? 
Well, I could have told them the answer. It's because they don't get past the hiring process. They may not look you in the eye. They may not have, have a, a firm handshake. So here's what Microsoft did. They changed their interview process. And when they did that, they started hiring many people with autism. This gives them a competitive advantage because they're able to fill jobs that other tech companies can't. And I'll give you one other example. The accounting firm Ernst & Young, or they've changed their name now to EY. They have 250,000 employees worldwide, but they have a 20% annual turnover rate, which means they have to hire 50,000 people a year. That's a huge challenge. Yeah. Yet in their Dublin office, they struck up an arrangement with Trinity College where they, Trinity College is training people with autism and EY hires them. Once they did that, they saw a tremendous increase in their retention. So there you go, right? Hiring people with differing abilities for small companies like ours and for giant companies like Microsoft and EY becomes not only a good thing to do, but becomes the smart business choice. So that's what we always want to show other employers. Yeah, those are really great examples. And for businesses listening out there, I hope you know this has inspired you and opened your minds a little. Okay, so next question. I know John was the one who proposed this idea of working together with his dad. So after working together over the past few years, I'm curious to know how has working together changed the relationship between the two of you? Um, I, I, my relationship with my dad, that I, 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 that he uh, told me, told me uh, I'm, I'm, I'm my strengths. I have, I have, I, I can, I, I have, I, I have, I can, I, I show, show the world I, I can do, and showing me and my employees at Strong Critic Socks, and are all, are all connected, and I, I'm, I, I'm very fortunate, I'm, I, I'm very lucky, and um, I, I, well, we're. I, I think we're very fortunate. Um, yes. I think both John and I teach each other things. And John's been very patient. He's been very patient with me as I've learned. <laughs> right? But I get to watch John come up a learning curve. And you're very focused, right? Yes. And he's learning all the time. And it's wonderful to be able to have such a good partner but also see what he's able to do, right? And, and part of it, I think, comes from the fact that I could not do this without John. Yeah, same thing. I never, uh, without my dad. Right? If there was no John, there'd be no John's crazy son. He's the heart and soul and the inspiration for what we do. And he's probably the hardest working person in the company. <laughs> so that's I, pretty cool. Right? I'm a multi-client. I, I I have a great partner like my dad. We're pretty fortunate. Yeah. Yes, you guys really are. <laughs> 
Okay, and I think it is so awesome that you have over 3,000 different sock designs for people to choose. So John, do you choose all the designs by yourself? Um, I have some of my, mm -hmm. I some of my design, um, some of my police design too, and, and featuring with, with, with a different, a different ability. So, we, this is a very cool thing, right? Mm -hmm. John now, who loves socks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He now owns the world's largest sock store. Yeah. Nobody else has those choices. And we carry socks from many different designers made all around the world, as well as ones that we design and make. So you've designed a lot of the socks. Some I of did. our colleagues have, yes. and we buy from other designers and other suppliers, and everybody helps pick socks, including our customers, right? Right. In fact, we just finished uh, a sock design contest, and we're in the mm -hmm. process of picking the winner. We had over 300 people submit their dream designs for socks. Oh my God, I love that. That is so inclusive. Okay, I bet the choosing process is going to be so fun for you. <laughs> so, in terms of social media marketing, so who actually does it? Well, when we started, this is important. When we yeah. started, it was just us. Right. So, I was doing you know, all of the social media. We were mm -hmm. focusing on Facebook and Instagram when we started. And... You know, we, we were bootstrapping, so you make do with what you have. I would yeah. make do with, with the cell phone. And who is in the videos? I am. What were you talking about? I talk about, I, I talk about sock, and how great I talk about sock. <laughs> and um, I, I really go to the media, uh, my colleagues. Well, then we've hired people, and we have one woman in particular who works with us, Christy Stump. Yeah. Um, it's important, I think, that businesses do their own social media because it's got to be in your voice. Yes. It's got to be true to who you are. If we're doing our social media right, it doesn't sound or look like any other business. Um, and Christy is so imbued with our story and our mission and our values that she's able to reflect that. So she drives our social media. Though so you still, you're making TikTok videos all the time. Yes, yes, I, it's doing and, great. And we host twice a week, we host a Facebook Live show. What's it called? Uh, of course, we have a show. Um, happiness I, show. I, I, try, I, I try the day. And once and, a week? And once a week, uh, I host a dance party. Um, uh, it's more um, uh, in New York Times, in um, uh, uh, Tuesday, I uh, hear, um, I, I hold a dance party. We do this online and, dance party. You get 100 people dancing it's so much fun. Zoom. It's great fun. It is. It does sound like a lot of fun. And, you know, I have seen your social media pages. And even for me personally, I really can feel the heart and soul going through yeah. your business. Yes. Yeah, well, part of it is... <laughs> What we're looking to do is build a community. Yes. We don't want to sell, sell, sell all the time. Yes, we need people to buy our socks. If we're not selling socks, we go out of business. But that's not what we're trying to do all the time. We're sharing information. 
We're engaging with people. We're listening to people. We're showing what's possible. Right, right? and our only manners is gratitude, and 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 do for others. Gratitude and do for others yes. was a pretty good guiding principle. Somebody, a pretty good. It really is. And I think it is a great fit that the two of you managed to present yourselves to members of Congress, speak at the United Nations, and even had your socks worn by George Bush to promote World Down Syndrome Day. So can you share more about these experiences of yours, and are there any big plans that you two are working towards? Well, we've been very fortunate with a lot of experiences, um, with, with great opportunities. But, but here's how it kind of works with us. We've been very fortunate with media coverage and making with advocacy work. A very important was standing up for the rights of people with differing abilities. But with those opportunities comes an obligation for us to stand up and represent people. So I'll give you an example. We were down in Washington. Um, actually, we we're going to testify this one particular day. Right. And we got a phone call from a customer who lived in Texas saying, you know, I see that John and Mark are on Capitol Hill at the U.S. Capitol. Um, my mother works there and my mother is a big fan of John's. Do you think it would be possible for my mother to meet John? And our colleague said, sure, here's Mark's cell phone number. Text, text your mother's contact information. Well, who was mom? Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi wanted to meet John. So we that afternoon, we get escorted into her office. And what people forget in the United States and around the world, we, we sometimes forget that these politicians, these elected officials are people. Well, she's a grandmother. And so she and John connect right away. And she took out pictures, right, right, of socks that she gave to former President Bush. And they're talking and, and sharing. We took some great photos, but here's the catch. We now have the opportunity to sit with the Speaker of the House. We, that became an obligation that we had to speak to her about legislative changes we wanted to stand up for people with different abilities. And we took advantage of that. After the photos, we said, this is very nice, but we have to talk to you about some issues. And so when we're given that platform, we have to take advantage of it to do the right thing. Right, buddy? Right. Yes. Oh my God. I think yes, we, <laughs> we do have lots of plans for the future. Um, on the business side, we're going to other channels pursuing Right now, we only sell online, pursuing an omni-channel um, strategy. Um, we are doing more customization. We have now uh, unleashed our business-to-business -business services. We are, what's our mission? A spreading happiness. Spreading happiness. So we are about to introduce our happiness index. Oh. A meter that will judge how much happiness are we creating based on feedback from our colleagues and from our customers. So we have that going. 
we're going to introduce some programs designed to promote entrepreneurship among people with differing abilities. So one of those, we're going to create the JCS Champions Program. We are going to put people with a differing ability directly into business. We're going to give them a, a franchise to John's Crazy Sock. But we're going to do it in such a way that we're basically going to give them a business in a box. We're going to give them a, uh, a kiosk type stand. We're going to give them inventory. We're going to give them marketing materials. We're going to train them in how to start and run their business. We'll connect them with a credit card processor. We want to put, where our ambition is within three years, we want to put a thousand people into business. So that's one of the things we have uh, that we're going to be rolling out. Wow, I definitely can't wait to see that in action. I'm looking forward to seeing all of this. These are really exciting stuff coming up. Yes, and before we end off, I believe John has inspired many others out there because he has never let his disability hold him back and continues to impress people with what he can do. So are you able to share a word of encouragement to someone who is struggling with their disability and what can others around them do to help? What advice do you have for people? My, my advice, follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Work hard so you can do. That's pretty good, buddy. Very good. That is. And I hope for all of you listening out there, yes, please follow your heart and do good. Thank you so much, John and Mark, for your insightful sharing today. And we really appreciate you joining us and sharing all these wonderful examples and stories. And I'm sure your stories here have impacted the lives of many out there in the world. And for you guys listening, if you want to get a pair of John's Crazy Socks for yourself, you can go to johnscrazysocks.com and get spoiled for choices. Lastly, to our dear listeners, please head to our website at makethechange.sg for more information on how we do business for good. And stay tuned to the next episode of Conversation of Change. Thank you.